one interesting thing that happened in BJJ yesterday is, and this is probably a metaphor for life in general, is that, you know, we went through a technique that is fairly basic, right? It was a beginner's class. The teacher talked us through, demonstrated a very simple, basic technique. And then we were drilling it. I felt pretty confident. I had known about this technique before. I knew how to execute it well. And then we would take little breaks. He would give us more detail, make it a bit tougher. We'll go another round of um, just drills, stop, make it even more advanced, make it even more challenging. And so it was kind of escalating to execute the technique better and better and better. All that felt pretty straightforward and good. And then we did life sparring. And the, the whole idea was, okay, so there's a couple of people on the ground paired up. There's a, a bunch of people on the wall waiting and you're battling it out. You're starting off in a bad position with that technique that we were battling, but now both people go all out. One person is trying to finish the technique. The other person is trying to escape the technique. If you finish, you won, you stay. The person that lost leaves, goes back to the wall and some new body, fresh body comes and goes through the same exercise with you. Um, if you lose, you have to go and basically wait till somebody else gets free and then you go again and the person can decide if you're on top or bottom or you're kind of in the tricky spot that needs escaping or you're in the attacking spot that needs finishing. The interesting thing was I've never used or tried this technique and this position in a real um, rolling scenario, like in a, a more realistic scenario. I've only drilled this technique in different setups. So I knew the technique, but I didn't know the technique in the real world. And the first person that I rolled with, I was like in the dominating position that had to finish. And I, and I was like, I was pretty confident that I would finish it. And within seconds, I realized I had no control in this position when a large muscular body is defending well and the person escaped really easily. And I was like, holy shit, I have, you know, I thought I know this, but turns out I know nothing about this position because I've like, when somebody's really realistically pushing against what I'm trying to do with all their might and all their wit, and when they know a little bit of like how to defend this well, then I don't know how to finish this. Like I had zero control. And then the second round, I was still kind of in this little bit of contemplating, oh shit, this was much harder than I thought. Hmm, I wonder. And then I, to the next guy, I was like, all right, I'll go now into the defending spot. And the guy was very experienced. And again, I was like, all right, shouldn't be that difficult to defend. And then as I was defending, I was defending effectively in that position, but that guy pushed me to another attack and then to another attack and the third attack, he basically finished me. And so I went through two scenarios really quickly where I lost and where I had this aha moment of, so I don't know how to finish this as an attacker and I don't know how to defend this when I'm being attacked. I'm like, all right, that's interesting. And then 
within the, this was going on for like, it's a very fast paced thing, right? Everybody's like, you're rolling as quickly as possible to either finish or get out of. The moment you get out of, you run back to the wall. Seconds later, you're in a new body. You're rolling again. Seconds later, you've now won. Somebody else comes to you. It's a very kind of fast paced environment. But within the, the first three rounds, I was just destroyed. And I was like, in the back of my mind, I was like computing all of the learnings. Like, oh, in real life, in that position like this, when somebody defends like that, I don't have control. I don't know how to deal with it, but maybe I should try this. Maybe I should try that. And I was making slight improvements on the attack side of things. But the, the defense side of things, I very quickly figured out some basics, at least for, for the purposes of the, the sparring yesterday, of how to get out of that position. Every, so now I started winning. So I, I started losing every round and being demolished by these people. And then by the end of the whole exercise, the last three rounds, three people I rolled with, I escaped every time. So I figured out how to, like, how to escape out of that position. And more so than the, oh, I've improved so much in 50 minutes, that was not really the lesson. There was some improvement that happened, but the real interesting lesson to me was that you can read all the books in the world about swimming, but it's not the same as you know jumping into the ocean. Like, it's just not the same thing. And even when you drill techniques in, in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, when you go kind of realistic and you know, okay, I have to do this and this, and the instructor's telling you, well, it's very important to position yourself this way and that way, it is one thing if all parties are cooperating, more or less, and it's a completely different thing when you deal with uncooperative parties, when you deal with opposing um, parties and energies, and when you deal with real reality, right? The messy, dirty, difficult, not perfectly drilled, not perfectly executed, not guided, no coach or trainers there telling you what to do and your opponent what to do. And okay, that was good. Do it a bit more left, put your angle and your, your knee a bit more to the right. But in reality, it's just go. And it's a body you've never rolled with. You don't know, is this person strong or not? Do you know, is this person going to be explosive or not? You don't know, is this person going to be kind of nice and kind or a bit dirty. You don't know how the person's going to react. That person doesn't know how you're going to react. You don't know how you're going to react. And it is a completely different world, like to deal with executing a technique in a realistic scenario with real opposition versus understanding the technique theoretically, drilling it and knowing how to execute it in a way of like demonstrating it to somebody. Um, and this is so obvious that it's like, so what is the point? I mean, this is like, you know, did you know that water is wet? It's like, duh, of course, like, of course. But it's one of those experiences, at least yesterday again, that I had, and I've had this many, many times in life, but yesterday, the fun thing about it was that it was, it's, it is different to experience this in a span of 60 minutes going from I think I'm pretty solid, I get it, to, yeah, I'm feeling more and more and more and more and more confident. I'm really, I'm really confident at this, to, holy shit, I know nothing about this and I have zero confidence and I can't execute this at all under real pressure and real circumstances, to, okay, well, what have you learned in every role? You know, you've lost three times, 
why did you lose? Is there something you can, one thing you can focus on adjusting, one thing that you can improve on and, and seeing those improvements when dealing with reality. But in reality, I had to lose a couple, a, a bunch of rounds and I had to go through the pain of the, the sudden realization within the 60 minute time spent from, I feel competent in this to I am completely incompetent in this. And that just doesn't happen that often in that much of a compressed time frame. Um, so I loved it. I came out of training and I was like, fuck, this was so great because, you know, I went through this mini journey on such a short timeline. And it made me think of like so many other things in life. You know, it doesn't matter if it's entrepreneurship, doesn't matter if it is any, any kind of thing, any human endeavor where we're trying to get better at, where we try to accomplish competency at where we want to excel you know i mean it's important to read the books it's important to listen to the podcast it's important to study it's important to practice it's important to do some test tests and, and it's important to invest in you know acquiring some basic knowledge and in the the guardrails of the the in the, the frames of the thing that we want to execute in real life but not confused that there's still going to be a big leap from the dry practicing of swimming to the reading books about swimming to the watching YouTube videos about swimming to the talking to friends about swimming to the actual sensation of jumping into an ocean that has waves that, you know, um, you know, has a stream that might have all kinds of weather conditions, sun in your eyes, Whatever it is, and dealing with a real body sensation of, you know, excitement or exhaustion or whatever it is, the the real thing, like the real deal of jumping into the ocean and swimming, is still gonna be and feel very foreign, no matter how many books, how many videos, how many conversations you've had about it. And I think we in a world where information and knowledge is limitless and where we are at all times consuming oceans of information um, and we're just talking about things is getting closer and closer to doing them or watching people talk about things is getting closer and closer to people feeling like they're experiencing them. Those lines are getting more and more blurry. And I think that it's easy to get confused and to feel like, Oh, I know about this. I can have a strong opinion on this topic. I can debate this topic and tell people how to do things right. And it's like, okay, well, what is it based on? What actual experience is it based on, right? Um, have you ever really done this thing successfully in real life, in a real life scenario? Or have you read a few books and now you're passionately have adopted the opinion of the authors? Or, you know, you listen to a bunch of podcasts over the years and you've now come to the conclusion that you have a certain opinion or there's a certain way to doing things. Well, you observe somebody, like all these things are good. I'm not saying that they're not valuable. I needed to learn the technique, I needed to drill it. But drilling the fucking technique and doing it in real, in a real scenario, and this isn't even a real scenario, right? I mean, uh, this isn't, a, it's a more realistic scenario to do a live, like a um, role session with somebody that's opposing you but it's not a real life scenario. Like one big step up of that would be you're, I'm in a bar and I get into a fight and then I execute the technique on that person. 
right? In that kind of a circumstance, that's, that's truly real life, right? Uh, when the stakes are high, when somebody actually wants to hurt you and is not cooperating at all, doesn't even know we're doing jujitsu, right? Is like not interested in any of that versus like what, what I did yesterday, but it was just an escalation of reality. Um, and then the last real step of it, it was an enlightening experience to me because it was so beautiful to see how quickly I went from, I feel competent, I'm going to be good at this to, holy shit, I know nothing about this, I'm terrible. You know, it was just, you know, within, well, the first round, which was probably lasted all, all of 20 seconds. Within 20 seconds, all my confidence was gone. Um, and there's beauty in that if you think about it the right way which is the way, the, the, the final thing about the story, which is, I mean, I've gone through a lot of lessons learned, a lot of things. This was not my first class in BJJ, or my first, first rodeo in being humbled in life. You know, if you have this moment of, holy shit, in real life, I don't know what I'm doing. I thought I knew, but I really don't know. This isn't working at all. You know, the, the, the most obvious thing to do is to shut down, right? To be so shocked by this, shell-shocked by this, so embarrassed that you shut down. You can't think, you can't act, you can learn, and you now start feeling guilty and having imposter syndrome and telling yourself how terrible you are and feeling like you'll never succeed and feeling like everything you've done to prepare was wasted. Like it's very easy to go into a downward spiral and kind of stop in your tracks and go, Oh shit, I didn't realize I don't know anything. And then take that defeat or that moment of reality as a reason to stop. But that's not the only way. It is not the only reasonable way. What I did yesterday is something I wish I would do in every situation where I've ever had that. And I haven't, but I'm working on it, which was, I mean, the, the first role where I got my ass handed to me didn't feel great. But as I was, as I got up and went back to the fucking wall and the line, I was like, oh shit, I don't know nothing interesting. My first thought was both fuck and interesting, which I think is a good combination. Like these two words go really well together. Fuck, huh, interesting, right? Fuck signifies something surprisingly negative happened, something that I didn't expect. Fuck, this didn't go at all like I was planning. And then the next, I think, best reaction is curiosity. Fuck, interesting. What can I learn? Everything that I thought up until moments ago was wrong or my confidence was wrong. In reality, I don't yet have the level of skill that I thought. Interesting. What can I learn now? What am I missing? And then go in every role with the mindset of, all right, for the next 50 minutes, I'm going to just get my ass handed to me. Just I'm going to get beat up on and everybody's going to win against me. But that's not the point. The point now is in every role to understand a little bit better, what am I missing? Can I make an adjust adjustment? What was the lesson of this role, of this round with this person? Is there a lesson here for me? And make small adjustment and see how far I come. If I don't come far at all, I'll go grab my teacher and ask a few questions or I'll go online, do some more research. Or maybe I'll, uh, next time I go to training, I'll ask somebody if they can take 10 minutes to 
do this again to roll with me a couple of times and maybe give me feedback. But now I have awareness that I have lack of knowledge or skill. And so now my whole idea and focus is I'm just going to learn and I won't, I can't perform here. So I'm not going to even try to win these rounds. All I'm going to try to do is learn, right? Obviously was mistaken about reality. Boom. Now I'm dealt with real reality. Fuck. Interesting. Let me find out more. Let me learn. And that was the cool, that was the cool part about yesterday's uh, BJJ. Just in 60 minutes, I went from, I feel really fucking good. I know how to do this to, fuck, I know nothing about this. Fuck. All right. Interesting. Yeah. I I love, I love when uh, something like this happens. And I thought actually about the, what you touched upon where this is very common in other areas of life where, you know, somebody might know a lot, but is what you know important and meaningful? And do you know how to use that knowledge? Can you implement the information that's in your head? Can you map the concept that's in your head against the, the reality of your present moment, right? And I, I feel um, there's a lot of people who get lost, even me myself, in many situations, like in the theory, in the concepts that we carry in our head, but then reality. And we try to uh, map the reality of the present moment into these concepts, but sometimes it's just not the right concept for the present moment, and then it, it's not helpful at all. Right. I mean, almost anybody that's ever worked at a company and had right. a boss can tell you right. some good ideas on how to be a good boss, right. a better CEO, a better manager. I think this is what good leadership looks like. I don't think people have a difficulty having an idea of it. And because we have such a strong idea of it, I think that people don't realize how big the gap is between the good ideas and the good execution of those ideas, the real implementation of them, right? Um, and the, clo like, the closer we are to these things, the harder it, it actually, or the easier it is to be confused about it, right? So if it's something like rock climbing and I've never climbed any rocks indoors or outdoors, and I know nobody in that space, then, then I have so little knowledge, I've had so little exposure that I'm going to be very humble, right? I'm going to be like, I don't know nothing about this. Most people, right? Except some idiots. But most people are going to be like, well, I don't know. They're not going to be like, well, I guess you have to have good balance. You have to have strong fingers. Like nobody's going to just try to wing it in thinking they know anything about rock climbing. But there's other things like parenting where we've all been children and we've all had parents. And so we just assume even before we have children that we sort of kind of understand how this parenting thing should be, right? It's like, can't be that hard. Just do these things, right? And it's not that those ideas are wrong or bad necessarily. It's just that once you become a parent yourself, you realize how different of a dimension it is to deal with the beauty and the beast of being a real parent with a real child, with real emotions in real circumstances, with many, many hidden little challenges, and then act upon all these good theories versus when you just observe your friends with their children or your own parents and how they dealt with you as a child, because that perspective is very different. The child parent perspective is very different than the parent child perspective, obviously. Right. So 
there's many things where we, if you get enough exposure, you kind of just feel like, oh, you know, I, I, I think I understand how this works. I can talk eloquently about it. That's another problem. It's actually a problem. Like if you can speak really eloquently about a topic, convincingly to others and yourself about a topic, that can be a really big trap. Mm -hmm. Because then you think you really know it. Right? You're like, you, you read five books about a topic and now you're, you know, that was like when I started reading about stocks when I was 18. Mm -hmm. I read like five to 10 books about stocks and boom, I knew more about stocks than anybody I knew. So anybody I would talk to, I felt, sounded, and projected like an expert. And people would then treat me like an expert, which would reinforce my self-image that I am an expert, right? And it took many years of being lucky and making money with stocks to then later realize, shit, I knew nothing about it. I was just, this was just pure luck. I knew absolutely, I was so clueless. It doesn't matter five or 10 books. That's not the only thing that matters. And it doesn't matter that I had very little experience, but I really didn't know what I was doing. I really didn't. Which is the dangerous part is when you're in that gray zone where you, you've learned a bit more than the average person. You can speak very eloquently. Other people now treat you like you know what you're talking about. You now have convinced yourself that you really know this, but you've never actually done it. And again, doing it, there's also so many dimensions to doing it. Are you doing it under friendly circumstances? Are you doing it in very difficult circumstances? Are you doing it under difficult circumstances over long periods of time? These are all different levels of competency, right? You know, when the, the, there are phase bull markets where, you know, the, the old saying in a tornado, even a chicken flies, right? It's like, the, 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 there have been these bull markets where I'll observe for like five, six, seven, eight years, the real estate market going up in a specific country where friends or the stock market going up or the cryptocurrency market or whatever. And I observe certain friends that were just in the market make a ton of money. And then during that time of making a lot of money, believe that they're experts. Although the reality is that they know very little about the top. They know a bit, but they're definitely not experts. Everybody made money in those markets during the times they were in. It's like, show me somebody that is, was making money while everybody was losing money. So show me somebody that was making money in good and in bad times with some longevity. And I will believe that there's real skill behind it, right? And expertise. But Showed me somebody that's been a real estate investor for five years. And during those five years, real estate prices every year were going up and up and up and up and up. And then tell me this person has been investing in real estate and making a ton of money over the last five, over five years. It's not impressive. Everybody was making money in real estate over the, that same period of time because all real estate was going up. So, and it's the same thing that like, do a drill with somebody that gives you a bit of resistance is better than somebody giving you no resistance. Doing, executing a move and finishing somebody when they're giving you all resistance and they're trying with everything they know to escape, that's much, much better. And then doing that move in a real fight, in a real cage or ring, 
with somebody that really wants to harm you, that really wants to do anything and everything in their power to hurt you, and then has real expertise, that's a completely different level. And then doing that whole thing in a more hostile, more realistic environment where there's no rules, no referees, no, that's a whole other level, right? So same thing applies to anything, like being a good parent, you know, when you have children with a good, you know, psychological disposition and while your life is stable and happy and you know whatever while you're you have a lot of family close by and a strong support and community network and so on and so forth like you can have very favorable circumstances in your parenting journey and you could have very unfavorable circumstances you could have a child that's sick you could have a child that has you know temperament issues or or you know, all kinds of other maybe psychological challenges that you, that were genetic and you couldn't do anything for, and you could have all kinds of trouble in your own life and no support network and money trouble and addiction problems and all kinds of things. And then you put parenting in that kind of a context, it's a different game, like being a good parent under very, very difficult pressure, intensing circumstances is different. Um, Probably much, much more difficult. And so I think realizing that is important. I don't even, I don't think that my takeaway from all this is like, you know, waving my finger saying, you shall always be humble and realize that you don't know nothing and that if you haven't done it, you can't speak to it and blah, blah, blah. It's not really, I think, what I want to say or what my opinion is or my takeaway. Because I don't believe that. I think that, you know, when I was a child, I had certain, when I was a teenager, I had certain ideas about parenting that I still hold and that are still true. 100%. Um, I've had ideas about many things that I hadn't done before I did them that turned out to be true. And a bunch of ideas about things that were completely untrue, right? But my point is you can't have ideas unless you've really done it. That's not my point. You can have ideas. You can engage you can learn it's important to consume information if you're interested in a topic all that stuff is good and it's good to feel some level of confidence even to be like i think i can do this i've learned enough i can be a parent i read a bunch of books let's go i don't think that's a bad thing i don't want to i used to want to discourage people from this and be like no you need to realize you don't know nothing like i i used to be on that bandwagon of trying to tell people don't be confident because you're Nothing, dipshit. You, you don't, you've read three books. Don't be confident. But now I'm turning the corner and I'm thinking, no, be confident. That confidence that you've gained, you've, that will propel you forward to take action. Like that will make you do things. Oh, I feel confident. Now I can have children. Awesome. Go have children. Right? Why would I talk you out of that confidence so you never become a parent? Like if that's your goal, like how, how is that going to help anybody? You can never be ready. You can't be competent and you can't have the proper amount of confidence of being a parent before being a parent because you haven't experienced it. What I'm saying is as you engage, I mean, if you can have some humanity and some empathy for people that are in the trenches and while you're on the sidelines, especially when they're struggling, you're not throwing stones at them. I think that's good. I think that's that's beautiful. If you, if you have that self-awareness to realize, wait a second, I'm on the sidelines here. I'm not fighting this person's battle. So 
if they are struggling with that battle or failing at that battle, who am I to scream boo and throw stones? Like, I, I haven't earned the right to do any of this. That's good. But I think if you have, like learn and engage and feel like, oh, I've read a bunch of books about investing and I feel confident I want to do investing, cool, go ahead, feel confident, do it. When you then deal with hardship, when reality slaps you in the face and shows you, no, bitch, you ain't ready. <laughs> you, you, those books were wrong or you are applying that knowledge poorly. I'm not giving you success. This isn't as easy as you thought. This isn't as fun. Things are more confusing, more challenging, more difficult, more scary. When that happens, which it will, I think the lesson is to then go, fuck. All right, interesting. And keep going. Keep engaging. Don't take it as a sign of failure, but see it as a sign of progress. It is part of the journey. Oh, the, in the beginning, I stand at the top of the hill. I look at the map. I look at the shining, beautiful land. I make a plan how I'm going to ride from here to my goal. I'm probably going to have some adventures. It's going to be fun. I've learned how to swing a sword. I'm a knight. I'm ready. Let's go. Beautiful. That was the, that's the beginning of the journey. But then somewhere in the middle, when you fall off your horse, you're being beaten up and your sword was too heavy and you're too tired and you're losing and you're in the middle of that fight. That's not the moment for you to go, everything I thought up the hill was wrong. I should have never attempted this journey. I'm a failure. I should die right now. If I survive this, I should crawl back and never attempt an adventure again. That's not the right approach, right? The right approach is to go, oh, I have, a, I have now arrived at the being beaten up part of the journey. Fine. Fuck, but interesting. What can I learn? How can I grow? How can I adapt? How can I move on? And it's easy to say that. It's much harder to do it. Yesterday, it was not that difficult for me to do. But many times, it's been very difficult for me to do. And so um, I think it's, it's human to be overconfident and to confuse our theoretical knowledge with real skill, real ability, and real true applied knowledge. And I think it's a very human thing to feel crushed when our expectations aren't met by reality and when we, what we thought was our competence is proven to be not true. I think all these things are, are human and normal and we all go through them. But if we can get better at these things, a little bit better at understanding where we are in the journey, not let that knowledge hold us back. Now that I'm standing, I'm sitting on my horse, I look at the map, the sun is shining and I'm making up my plan for my adventure. And I'm like, wait a second, I've done many adventures in my life. This map is too beautiful. This land looks too peaceful. This is gonna suck in the middle. Let me actually not go on adventures anymore. That's not the way. That's being a coward. That's quitting on life. But also not when you are like, all right, let's fucking go. This is going to be fun. And then it turns out not to be fun, not to quit then and be like, well, you know, 
fuck, this sucks. I'm not as great as I thought. And if I can't be that great, and if things can't be that amazing and that easy for me, then I don't want to engage in them. Like finding that, that um, youthful ignorance to fall in love with ideas, to be overconfident, to get excited, to believe this shall be an awesome journey and adventure. And then in the middle of it, where you go, oh, yeah, I'd forgotten. Part of the journey and adventure is always being beaten up and adjusting to it. Um, adjusting to it and beaten up and, 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 and rising to the challenge and the occasion. Like if you can do these things, then life is pretty rewarding uh, and growth happens in a very accelerated way. Um, and I feel like usually we're, we're on one end of the spectrum, but yeah, I think that, that, that the lesson here is not be more cynical, be more self-critical, have more imposter syndrome, understand more how much you don't know, but it's like, go for it. But when things, when in the real world, things go wrong, doesn't mean anything. Now you're just at a different level of playing the game and you have to adjust and adapt. I think you can say like develop your ideas and believe in them, but put them to the test and then learn from reality and adjust, right? Um, I, I, was, I was thinking of my first freediving experience where uh, I learned the breath holding part, I learned the equalizing part, and there's really like, you know, in the, in the early stages, there's not much more to it. Um, and uh, I did that in the shallow water by the beach. So we practiced that, practiced that, practiced that. And I had it down at that point. I'm like, okay, cool, I can do this. Uh, and then we get on this little boat and we swim out. We, we drive out to the sea into the ocean where there's, you know, a little boy and then there's uh, waves and you kind of on the boat, you the, the, from the string attached and you pull yourself down there. And this was the first uh, dive and I'm getting on the boy, turning, pulling myself down and I'm surrounded by the darkness of the ocean <laughs> and everything suddenly feels very different. And I'm like, mm-hmm. equalize, equalize, and I feel the pressure. <laughs> Pulling down on the, you know, on the string, feeling the pressure in my ears, getting harder, harder. My heart is pumping. I'm starting to freak out and say, okay, <laughs> yeah, it didn't help me that I knew all these things and even had practiced the techniques. Uh, I had to go back up and uh, go for another round again. But um, And yeah. isn't, isn't this the most beautiful summary of life? Right? Yeah. Isn't this what you just said? Isn't this, this in a nutshell, the life experience? And that's, that's it. I mean, to a big degree, this is it. <laughs> it's like, you know, we're learning certain things, we know certain things, and then we go out of our nest, and then all of a sudden, it's very different. When the stakes are real, uh, when there's real pressure, and... Um, then there's decisions, right? What do you do about it? How do you, how do you deal with this? Uh, you go back and you never return. You go back and you return again. How big is the struggle going to be? How is your reaction going to be to it? But yeah, that, uh, to me, this summarizes the human experience to a very large degree. 